Welcome to the Idea DevOps Tools podcast. Our goal is to spread knowledge about key topics in the software development industry with solutions that help almost 1 million users throughout every step of building, securing, testing, and deploying applications. Our experts are poised to provide enticing perspectives and industry insights. Today, you're going to be hearing from X-Ray. We're a native test management app that lives inside and seamlessly integrates with Jira. My name is Donislava Docheva, and I'm from the X-Ray marketing team. And today we're going to be chatting with Cristiano Cunha, who is a solution architect and testing advocate for X-Ray. Hey, Cristiano, awesome to be chatting with you today. How are you? Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, and I, I think it will be a great chat also, yeah. Definitely. Let's jump into some questions, shall we? Let's go. So the main topic of today is going to be about DevOps, and we're going to tackle it from a few different angles. So my first question is about tools. So as we move into DevOps, um, will we need a new set of tools? And what kind of tools do you think are necessary to make this change? Yeah, um, DevOps definitely will need a different set of tools. Um, but let me just start by talking a little bit about the changes that that the teams will need to do in order to make those choices and, and going to define what are the tools that they were going to need. Because in DevOps, um, with the concept of DevOps, uh, it puts the teams as the sole responsible of the entire process, since code conception until production delivery and maintenance now. It now means that the teams that have um, before be solely responsible for coding and delivering features are now um, demand to have a new set of skills that, that they do not have before. And those skills and their um, are the understanding of the process uh, from start to bottom, and that understanding will dictate how they will address the tool challenge. Mm -hmm. Also, when we when we talk about DevOps, a new concept is appearing, the, the, the pipeline concept. So, so for those that don't does not have yet that concept in mind, DevOps pipeline is a set of automated processes and tools that allows developers and operation professionals to collaborate and building uh, on the building and deploying uh, of their applications to a production environment. And this suddenly, uh, the pipeline suddenly become the center of everything in DevOps. And it is uh, really where the code is compiled, is tested, is deployed, and where we have all the monitoring observability in place for the teams to follow the, their application in production. And now, in, in if we go back to the testing world, the most common question for testers uh, before DevOps were, uh, are all the tests green, have all the tests passed? And now with the pipeline, the question shifts to, is the pipeline green? So all of this is, is only possible with a new set of tools. We need orchestration tools that will be uh, the maestros controlling how and when everything happens. And in this, in this category, we'll have uh, Jenkins or CircleCI or other tools like this ones that help um, orchestrate everything that happens in the pipeline. 
and as we are talking about maestros, they do not give a show alone. They will need multiple musicians that work together to produce the music. So, so the maestro alone cannot serve all the purposes. So these orchestration tools are in most cases integrating with a lot of other tools. Typically, typically we will uh, have um, source control tools like GitHub or GitLab, where all of the team will save their code to be available for everyone in the team to review um, and to version, to have a proper version of the code. We'll have tools then to perform the build that are the responsible to compile and execute unit tests and tag that with a, a proper version. We'll have tools uh, to save artifacts produced by the compilation, such, such as Artifactory. And this is really important to assure that we will use always the same binary throughout all of the pipeline stages. We will have also tools to test the build. So we will have functional tests with different tools and different objectives. We will need visual testing, API testing, unit testing, UI testing. And, and a bunch of others. We'll have also now non-functional validations also with the rise of the security concerns and performance concerns that uh, the teams now have. And finally, tools to deploy the build, tools to monitor the build in production. And the, the, the common between all of these tools is the need to integrate, integrate within one pipeline to provide one way to the team to have visibility over everything that happens within their code. But one fundamental piece in the link between what we have delivering and what we are supposed to deliver uh, in here is missing. And tools like X-Ray uh, that we that we have um, are in this uh, new concept more than just the test management tool and they start to be the source of all truth because they are uh, at the end of the game um, receiving all of the information throughout what's happening in the pipeline and being able to link that back to the requirements that we have uh, in JIRA uh, for everyone in the team to be able to look at it and um, to have all centralized in one place is really useful for the team to have that visibility. And when we talk about the team, we should think also not only on the developers, on the operations, on the testers, but also on project managers or product owners, or even other teams that will need to go uh, into the project to know how it is uh, going without interrupting the work of the team. So if that information is there, yeah, available for everyone is really, really uh, available. And just to, to finish my 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 answer that is that is big, but DevOps is really, really um, a big topic, and and my, the majority of my answers will be I, it depends, but it has <laughs> a lot a lot of things to to do with um, what we need to to know to do these choices. But if we look into integration and visibility, I think they are the two main topics that will be important in um, choosing of the right tooling for uh, the operation. You will need to look at how will those tools integrate, because uh, as we have seen with multiple tools, we need them to integrate seamlessly in order to provide, provide the better experience to the teams. 
and visibility. Visibility is key to have the information accessible to everyone in the team to enable that team to take informed decisions. Mm-hmm. And of course, automation. So imagine if you have to, to run pipelines manually, it will need uh, incredible effort and dedication. So automation is also important in this context. Right, right. I mean, with DevOps, everything that we hear is that we need to keep automating. Um, do you think that automation is enough in this case? Well, um, automation is, uh, like I just said, is a basic necessity for DevOps because we need to automate and, and most of the people that will say to automate everything, mm-hmm. but this everything has a catch. Everything that is worthwhile to automate and that either will save time to the team or provide a more reliable way of doing things. Because if we go just automating everything, we will automate things that are not valuable for the team or that will not save any time and just are complicating the process that is the opposite of what we want to do. So focus in automation, focus in automating what is consuming more time on your teams in order to give that time back to the teams for them to focus in what they do best. Add automation in places where, for example, human error is an issue. If you see, um, I don't know, deployments that are uh, constantly failing because someone is deploying by hand and changing parameters, you need to automate that. You need to remove that uh, human error uh, factor from the equation. You need to create expected and repeatable outputs with automation. So you can remove that fancy sentence that is working on my machine. Most of the time when the people say that is working on my machine is because they will need some manual adjustments that only they know how to do to make that thing work in, in their machine. But right. like you said, very tricky. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, automation is, is not enough. The team must be more than ever uh, a team in the true meaning of, of, of the word. All yep. elements must, must understand the purpose, the goal of the team. They need to know each other, uh, understand their strengths, their weaknesses, uh, in order to shoulder one another and foster growth of each other. And mm-hmm. without a doubt, the team is in the center of the change. We cannot just try to automate to automate everything blindly. In in it's really important the team to choose what they need to to automate. And finally, uh, I just want to add that the mindset in DevOps, uh, in this DevOps change, in this process is key. Because more than tools and automation, uh, the, mens- the mindset change toward this new way of doing things is really what will matter here. And it is the hardest thing to achieve. This change is, is usually difficult because each team is unique and reacts differently to change. And, and we see some teams embracing it, embracing this change uh, and push to have it. Those, they are the, the early adopters, the ones that can see advantages of doing so. Um, we see some of them that uh, will fight it uh, instead of just uh, embracing it. And um, we need to show these ones that are fighting it. Usually they have um, questions or doubts uh, of the process. We need to show them the benefits of the change. And and 
in the middle we have the ones that just ignore the, the, the change and do their small work, uh, their small contribution to the team without looking at the big picture. And, and these ones are probably the most difficult to change. So, so my advice here is see what works with your team uh, and helping them into this change. And I can share that in one of my, my previous teams, uh, this mindset change was only uh, achieved when we uh, did a critical change in the team. So what we did was we put the team responsible in supporting what they are doing in production. That means that every issue, every ticket, every problem that was happening in production was a responsibility of the team. And suddenly that team will need to wake up at 4 a.m. to resolve a problem that they have put in production. And that has drastically changed the way uh, the team is thinking about these DevOps, thinking about these responsibilities, and thinking about uh, how to increase the process to stop that to happen. Because at the end of the, the day, we are humans, and when we have things that hurt, we want to remove the pain. <laughs> Very true. And just from your experience, I'm curious, how long do you see these DevOps transformations usually taking place? Is it something as quick as a few weeks to a month, or is it something that can take longer, up to a year and more? Well, I, I think that it will depend on how, uh, in what level, let's say, the, uh, what maturity level that your team is in, mm -hmm. because if um, you have a team that is used to look at the process and uh, used to uh, remove uh, things that are taking too long, uh, that are using to increase the process to make it better uh, and, and foster change and help each other, it will be faster. But if you have a team that is really uh, only concerned with their product, with their features, delivering that, stepping into the next sprint, that mindset change will be bigger. But it's it's a change that usually takes more uh, than some weeks or some months. Right. It's right. a change that is, is really profound and it's not one thing that one team can do. And that's what probably will take most of the time because all of the teams will need to do that change in order for that to work. Otherwise, we will not have success in, in doing this. Mm -hmm. Right, that makes sense. It's really a long-term investment into, into changing this mindset yeah. and adopting this. Mm -hmm. And moving on, so, you know, we've been talking a lot about uh, individual roles and how um, every team member is and should be responsible for for DevOps and for um, this entire um, uh, pipe drive, as you said. Um, do you believe what it, what do you believe is the role of testers and QA within uh, within DevOps? Well, yeah. Um, well, with this with this new. DevOps uh, journey that they will uh, will start up, they will see that now the need is to have um, faster releases and with faster releases, more errors uh, usually happen because when we increase the speed of some things, some other things must 
uh, fall in order to achieve that speed. So it's um, an increase of speed that needs to be balanced out with quality. And the need of quality performance monitoring of those releases also increases exponentially. So these uh, necessities are present uh, in the team and quality is now a concern that everyone in the team should have, not only the tester. And it's it's not something that everyone will master right away. So, so testers that are used to uh, put that quality in, uh, that are used to deal with that, uh, will be in an optimal position to share and shape the team towards quality. And, and in here, most of the time when we talk about testers, we just focus uh, around the testing aspect of their work. So just focusing on creating better tests or automated tests or things like that. But with DevOps, quality is not only focused on the testing or on the product. We have um, a new concept that will say that the quality is not only for the quality of the feature delivered, it's the quality of the entire process. So are we validating in functional and non-functional way throughout all of the pipeline? Is the performance of the pipeline uh, enough? So if we need faster releases, if we are introducing a build that is taking, uh, that, that is taking a long time, uh, how can we increase or decrease, in this case, decrease the time in order to have a faster pipeline? Or if we have tests that is taking too long to, to run, can we reduce that in order to uh, have a faster pipeline? But always balancing out with, are we achieving the quality that we expect to deliver uh, to our users when we deploy to production? And other questions come to mind. So can we easily reach a conclusion when an incident appears in production? Because sometimes or in the past, the teams were only used to um, follow their application until they deliver that to be deployed in production, and then they will follow and go to the next sprint. But now that's not the case. So they need to understand or to have the right uh, indicators in production to understand how is the application doing in production. And if something happened in production, can they easily reach to a conclusion when that problem appears? So do we have do they have all of the logs, all of the information they need to reach that conclusion? And more than that, they need to be proactive about all of these changes, proactive about what happens and what and, and try to prevent some of the things. So are we proactive enough to prevent those incidents to occur, not only in production, but in the pipeline? Are we looking always to the performance of the test, to the performance of the application, to the security issues that are opening to my application in order for us to be always following through everything that is happening uh, in my application? And in the same way, we have uh, the performance uh, preoccupations that now are in the in the team also. So do we know if we have changes in the performance of the application before reaching to produ production and being too late uh, to have a proper resolution? Uh, other thing that that matters uh, and and it was solely. Um, 
the concern of the testers is, is the deployment stable enough and are we able to deploy in any environment that we need? Because when we start to have more complicated applications or microservices, it will be harder and harder to have a full-blown um, environment working with all of the applications that we need. So if we are able to deploy or use those binaries that are that are produced in the pipeline and be able to deploy everywhere and the deploy is stable and will have the same output every time, it will help the team also. And, and also security. So in this new uh, game that we are playing with this uh, new uh, DevOps way of doing things, performance and security has, are those non-functional requirements that now are not afterthoughts, but will need to be baked in since the beginning of the definition of the requirements. So security compliance needs, uh, are they being following what the company demands and, and, and are required? Are we able to keep also enhancing the process every time? Do we have postmortems? Do we have uh, reviews after the, the sprint hands to understand what we did good, what we need to increase uh, and what we need to change in order to have a better and better process. Mm -hmm. So in here, testers will have an opportunity to redefine their role and how the teams bakes in the, the most needed quality and, and they can choose to acquire more technical capabilities and participate more actively in the automation process wherever they are needed, or they can lead the test automation process, helping in identifying what needs to be automated and then and therefore gain more time to dedicate to exploration, or be in the middle uh, of the both, helping here and there and uh, fostering quality within the team. Uh, nevertheless, I see testers as the, the glue that will keep everyone working together, collaborating due to their past experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The shifting role of the testing from being just checks into really being this, you know, the leaders of quality within within the DevOps pipeline. Yeah. And being setting examples, right? Setting up processes that then everyone can go ahead and focus on QA as well, but uh, the testers and QA roles um, really leading it. So with that, you mentioned the word proactive, right? Being proactive yeah. about um, moving forward with quality. Um, and here at X-Ray, we've been seeing that testers and QA in general have been very proactive in DevOps transformations, a lot of times they're the ones that are initiating it within the company. Why do you think that these roles are in a position to lead a DevOps transformation? Well, I think it's, it has to do with um, the unique nature of, of the role, because mm -hmm. we saw that testers in the past are the ones that are um, there to make bridges between developers and clients and product owners. So, so they are able to talk to a product owner or project manager about business requirements and clarifying those to the development team. So they are creating, uh, they are used to 
be this liaison between these two different teams and talking about things and questioning things and making things work for the development team, understanding that if that requirement is not that clear, they need to clarify it in order for the development team to produce exactly what we need them to produce. And and when we we and we have the other part also that the testers uh, more than being there for the requirements are all uh, in the beginning so this is the beginning of the definition of what we're going to do for that feature they are also present throughout the the development phases and also at the end where they they are translating what was done by the development team and how new features can be deployed in one environment and working with operations team to put together an environment or to do deployments. So they are again talking through um, different teams and helping different teams um, in having everything working. So it, they are kind of uh, used to uh, search for what they need uh, searching for help and searching to have everything working from the beginning uh, until the end. And also understanding uh, more than just deploying, understanding how the user uh, is using the application. They have knowledge about the application and also knowledge about how the users are using the application. And they are used to uh, put themselves in the shoes of the user when they are testing the application. So they find not only functional issues, but suggestions and enhancements that they feed back to the team, to the product owner, to have um, this, this all backed up. And this description that I just give for, for, um, for the tester, I've made them uh, to create alliances between uh, all of these teams, so they have connections within the development team, within the product owners, within the operations. And guess what? Now DevOps dictates that we should all work together and be responsible to deliver something. So it, they are really um, the guys that are there, that are that they were already doing this uh, mm -hmm. in the background in small efforts here and there. But now that we need to do this because the change is real and everyone is uh, pushing to have this because it's the better path, they are in the better position to help that change to, 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 to move forward. So, mm -hmm. so these factors are clear indicators that the testers are in a unique position to help this transformation. Mm -hmm. Because we know that uh, more than tools, DevOps is a mindset change. And testers can be the ambassadors for the change, paving the way into the most needed synergies between developers and operations. Right. And I mean, speaking of synergy, I mean, we keep going back to this word collaboration, right? And okay. it's really the basis of this mindset of DevOps. Um, but it is also a huge challenge, right? When uh, teams are used to being stuck in their own silos, um, especially with development and testing being traditionally separate, um, it has to be hard for getting them to work together and collaborate. What do you think um, companies face, uh, you know, some of the biggest challenges to this blocker to collaboration between specifically development and QA? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's true. And, and first and foremost, if you still have those silos, please break them. <laughs> there is not one tester team, one developer team, and one operation team. Everyone must collaborate. It's exactly what you were saying, uh, Tony. Collaboration is key. We need to collaborate towards the same goal, same goal, and uh, everyone must understand what is that goal. So mm -hmm. the team need to know each other, to know the skills, to be able to help each other towards the goal of the team. And the team must know how to better use the skills of each element and push everyone into different learning paths to complement what they don't know. I, I ended up talking um, on the goal uh, just now. And this can be a challenge also because the company uh, must be able to define goals that are clear to everyone and that makes sense. Everyone must understand how they can contribute to those goals. Because if we have different teams or different elements pursuing different goals, it will be really hard for them to collaborate towards the same goal. So pursuing the clarification of those goals is also um, something that everyone must do. And testers, due to their characteristics, are able to help exactly by translating business goals into team goals and helping the team defining their own. So breaking silos, uh, get um, make sure that you know what are the goals for your company, for your team, and, um, and follow that through. And also more than tools, we know that the biggest challenge of DevOps is mindset. And the team that is now responsible of what they are producing since conception until production, because they do not deploy a version and turn into the next spring, living operation takes care of production anymore. That means that they are the, the team must now bake in since earlier stages the need of quality. And in its various forms, like we, we, we saw uh, uh, during the, the, the conversation we just had, the quality of features, quality of the build, quality of deployment, quality of monitoring, quality of the process. So they must stop looking to performance, security, quality and monitoring as efforts. They need to make that part of their DNA. This means that um, every time they need to produce a new feature, these characteristics must not be an effort, but part of the feature since the beginning. It is an effort because we are pushing the teams into new realms that require more knowledge. And the team elements need to trust each other to be able to comply with these needs. This new sense of responsibility will trigger the need to improve. So tools and trends are often uh, obstacles also, because um, when we, we talk about trends and if we focus too much on those, um, the teams will go and try to implement a change that is probably not the one they need at the moment, because DevOps is not for everyone. Uh, it's, it's a good set of principles to increase, to adhere to, but uh, like we were talking before, it will depend on the level of maturity that you have on your team. Doing a drastic change in a team may hurt the team more than, uh, than help them at the time. 
So understanding your problems, um, understanding the concepts behind DevOps and choose the right tools to address those challenges. Do not run and just try to implement DevOps blindly. Understand the principles, understand the status of your team, of your process, and start doing small increments in order to do the change in a way that your team will grow in confidence and will grow in automation and everything that needs to, to put that uh, change in motion. You okay. need also to plan ahead. So what you are trying to achieve uh, and pass that to the teams for them to uh, take those small steps we just talked about. And also be able to assess along the way because most of the time uh, the teams just rush into change and they are not evaluating if this action is taking me to the right direction or not. So you need to constantly assess if what I'm doing uh, is really removing pain points, increasing the confidence, increasing the, the quality or making me closer to the goal that, I, that I'm pursuing. And at the end, if the team is happy and growing, um, it's, it's really what matters. So the team being the center uh, will need to uh, let the team take decisions, but uh, do not pursue uh, trends uh, just because they are there. Because as we know, and we already learned the hard way with test automation, there are no silver bullets. You need to understand everything that ha that's happening, either what is DevOps, so try to understand and try to understand the principles behind it. And look at your teams, look at you, the way you are working in order for you to, to make those changes in the better way uh, for your team. Because there are no two, two teams, two companies that are the same, that you can just apply um, a change the same way and you have the same outputs. That will not happen. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, the team really is at the center of, of it all, like you said, and the pillars of DevOps then come from the ability from the team to trust each other, right? Um, yeah. To be okay with failing, to be okay with taking these experiments, like you said, and making change, but in the end yeah. for everyone to feel safe to make these changes and um, a lot of that comes with transparency, right? Being able to yeah. see the work that individuals are doing within the team, and being able to to share their 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 insights, right? And you also mentioned something very interesting about knowledge sharing. It's also a really big part of DevOps, right? To be able to not keep our skills and uh, our experiences to ourselves, but to, to share them. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I, I think you touched two, two things that I didn't speak yet, but are really, really important also for, for this change. One of those is, is learning. Of course, mm -hmm. you need to learn because you have always new tools, new ways of doing things, um, and you need to increase your knowledge uh, because yesterday we're doing microservices. Now we're doing microservices within Docker or within Kubernetes, uh, and we're now moving to cloud. So um, our uh, area is always evolving and we need to follow that. So we need to keep learning, keep um, be thoughtful also on the team, on the strengths of the team. If we have some elements that are not uh, that 
uh, at ease with one subject, we need to help them to pursue that. Uh, and the objective is not to have a super team that knows everything. That's not that's not it. We have to have a balanced team that can help each other uh, when they need to to act. But we we do not want to have one element that if it eventually go away uh, and move on to another company, will leave the team uh, without that that knowledge or without the ability to do what that element does. So we need to balance out, balance that out and have uh, a spread of knowledge th th in all of the team. And, and the acceptance of failure is something that is really, really important also here. Because when you are making changes, when you are um, learning new things, the, the probability that you will fail is really, really big and it will happen. And you need to be, um, because I don't know who said it, but I, I agree with is um, you learn more about uh, when you fail than uh, if you don't try to do things. So you need to bake in that quality, that performance, that security in a way that um, you create a safe pool for the team to experiment and fail in non-catastrophic ways. Because we don't want the team just, because it, it's irresponsible to think that, uh, yeah, it's okay to, to, to fail anytime, anywhere, and I'm just going to put my application in production down. And it's okay because we are a team that is understanding and forgiving. That's not it. Uh, what we want to do is have a pool where the team feels safe enough to fail and learn with that failure. So we need to have performance, security, uh, quality baked in, in an order that when I fail, it will not be catastrophic, but I will learn with that error, I will be better, and I will be in a place um, that I'm always increasing and always being better in, in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, DevOps is also a continuous iteration, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah, I think that's a perfect place to wrap up. Do you have any final thoughts that you wanted to share? Anything you wanted to to bring up that we didn't get to? No, I think we cover a lot of uh, things relating to 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 DevOps. Actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, my final message will be: if you are not in a place that you can go and pursue full DevOps, look at the principles and try to get better. Uh, I think the, the final message is all of these movements, so moving to waterfall to agile, moving to automation, having better processes, moving to DevOps, now with observability, now with cloud, is always to have better things, to have a better process, to have better ways to deliver to production, to have a more quality process. So if you can do small changes that will uh, increase any of those parameters in your team, even if you are not getting closer to, to DevOps right away, there are small steps that when the change will come, if you have done a lot of small steps, the, the final change will be really, really easy to do. Right, makes sense. Take a small steps and being able to keep an eye out on the bigger picture. Amazing. Well, I think we really tackled DevOps from all different sides. So thank you so much, Cristiano, for all of these insights and for joining us today for this podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me. 
Our pleasure. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for joining us for the Idera DevOps Tools podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Okay, that was great. Okay. <laughs> great. Let me stop the recording.